Hey everybody, welcome to the Proven Progress Podcast. I'm so happy you are here with me. And I just wanted to express my gratitude for you spending life's most precious resource with me. Because my ambition in life is to increase my minute by minute experience in my life to be the most fulfilling and to get the most out of every single minute. So I hope that you are at least multitasking, driving to work, going for a run or a walk or doing something else while you're listening to this podcast because that's what's so great about these is that you can just put on your earphones and continue to work or move your body or do whatever you need to do. So This episode, I want to talk to you guys about change and how freaking hard it is to change and why. You know what? The thing is, is like we have a caveman portion of our brain that is so incredibly stubborn. Okay. And that caveman portion of our brain, we call it the subconscious mind. And what the subconscious mind does is it creates habits for us. It creates meanings to things, habits, emotional responses, all those things. And it's, and it does that at a very young age, usually from zero to seven is when that part of the brain develops the most. And so what that means for us as adults, what that means for us really at any stage of our life past then is that a lot of our emotional responses to things, a lot of how we feel about things, a lot of our habits are just instilled there. They are a part of us. They kind of become our programming, if you will. But the problem is, is that we develop that very young, okay? Let's just, for simplicity, let's just say we were seven. Well, when I was seven, I believe that's when like floppy disks were a thing, right? And that's what, that's what you used with a computer. So could you imagine walking around with a floppy disk today and trying to use that in your computer? Right? You I was like showing up to a presentation and your slideshow is on that floppy disk and you hand it you hand it over and, and say, Oh yeah, could you bring up my PowerPoint? No, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't hand them a floppy disk. You would be like, Oh, it's on the cloud or it's on a flash drive or something, right? You would be using up to date software. You'd be using up to date mechanisms and tools to do what you needed to do. So why would we run our life this way? Well, we run our life this way because it's easy, okay? It's easy and it's efficient. And the the reality is is that our brains use up so much power and they are that the mind is constantly trying to preserve itself. And the more things that it can make automatic, then the more energy it has to do things like daydream and and think and focus and and take on new information but even if you think about everything around us in our environment what is we are dropping about 80% of the information in our environment. We're only picking up on the things that are important to us. There is all kinds of sound waves going on. There's all like all kinds of different things going on. And that's why my human experience versus somebody else's experience versus somebody else's are totally different because they have different things that are important to them. For example, I was I grew up in northwestern Montana. So and my dad was an outfitter. So he took people hunting for a living and his dad did the same thing. So my grandfather. So we were a very much a big outdoorsy hunting family and we all love wildlife. Like it is like like 
that's a thing. Like when you see a deer or when you see a bear or an elk or anything, it's like whoever can spot the animal first, that's like a huge significance piece. It's like, yeah, oh, did you see that over there? Yeah. And it doesn't matter who spots it. Everybody wants to see it. And so for me, I'm always looking for wildlife everywhere I go. <laughs> Whereas like my wife, she she could be walking or or driving or anything and she could see a deer and 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 even though she saw it, she would not mention it. Or she might not even see it even though it was right in her view, but it's something that she does not view as important. It's it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if there's a deer over there or a bear over there or an anything. It doesn't matter to her because it's not important. And so when we have those things in our experience, that's why it's so important for us to set goals and write them down. When we write them down, we're telling our brain, this is important to me. When we create a vision board, we're saying, this is important to me. And we're activating a specific portion of our brain that says, this is important to me. And it starts to go to work for you and thinking, how can I achieve that? For example, if you all of a sudden say, I want to be a real estate agent, you're going to go into a coffee shop and you're going to hear, you're going to pick up on a conversation in regards to somebody thinking about selling their house. Whereas two weeks ago, before you decided you were going to be a real estate agent, you would have been in that exact situation at that exact same time. And you never would have heard that conversation in that way. Your brain would have dismissed it as not being important. And it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have allowed the sound waves to go through this emotional sensor because that's what happens. Sound waves go into our ear and they go through an emotional response first before they get passed on to the part where our brain receives the message. So if it's not something that's emotionally important to us, we don't hear it, which totally makes sense why our kids like can basically not even hear us when we're telling them to come and eat supper. <laughs> Okay, and so that's where our experience happens based on our programming. Because unless we go through and we take the time to intentionally lay out what is important to us, we just become what our parents were. We just carry the same values that we were raised with, not questioning them at all. We just move on with wanting the same things, thinking the the same things are important when they're really not. And they're not going to be things that are going to contribute to our version of a fulfilling life. So that's the idea that I want to convey to you guys is that it's we have to be intentional. We have to decide what we want and we need to work towards that. And that's why it's so hard to change is because these beliefs and these thoughts and these ideas, the idea that it's absolutely okay to never exercise. Why would we exercise? Why would we go for a run? We never went for a run when we were a kid. We probably never saw our parents go for a run. That's just not something that people did. That's not important. Why would we do that? Okay. Why would we why would we eat healthy? That was something that I've never done before. I've never counted calories as a child. And and that just is not important to me. And, so, and it's so difficult because that part of your subconscious mind, it is holding on so tightly to that program. It is not just like a, okay, like hit eject and insert another one. That is something that takes long-term consistent cultivation. And you have to stay persistent with it and you have to be intentional with it over the long period of time. But what happens is usually, you know, somebody says, yeah, I'm going to start going for a run every day. 
and then two, three days go by, and you're like, yeah, I'm running, this is great, and then the fourth day, the fifth day, you're like, I just don't feel like it, and you don't go, and then you say, I told you you wouldn't do it, I told you you could never do it, you'll never be a runner, why did you think you could be a runner, like, and then you just totally give up, and you go back to the old identity of not being a runner, and so I want to give you guys a hack that is going to help you with this, okay, and I I don't really like the term life hack, but this is one of those kind of mind hacks. It's a brain hack. And it's the idea that you can use an alternate ego to become the kind of person who would do the thing you want to do. Okay, so you know what, if I if I am wanting to be the most like impactful speaker in the world, I need to start doing the things that are going to get me there. Like being intentional about recording a podcast once a week. Or, or once every day, posting on social media every day. So then I think of someone who does that. I think of somebody who is doing that and that they do it with ease and, and, and they're resi- consistent and persistent at it. And then I, I just put that on like an, like an um, alternate ego. It's kind of like Superman almost, right? And so it's like, you know what? Bonnie Provincial is not the type of person that would do that. But you know what? Maybe Tony Robbins is. Maybe Rachel Hollis is. Maybe Brendan Burchard is. And so you, I put on that identity. And I say, okay, now, like, and I'm going to use a trigger word. I'm going to use a trigger sound. I'm going to put on a pair of glasses. I'm going to put on a watch. I'm going to do something that says, okay, now I've put on that mask. And that's who I am. That's who I've become. And and when I trick my brain into doing that, and, and so when I do that, okay, I put on this identity. I brought out this identity in myself that is like someone like that and allows me to do that. It allows me to, to act through that identity, which is still a part of who I am. I very much have an identity that can be persistent. I very much have an identity that can be consistent, that can motivate people, that can talk to people, that can coach, that can do all of those things. So this is not about pretending to be someone you're not. It's about finding a part of you that you always have been, but you were you were not operating on that system. You were not operating on that program because you're running off of old data. But I guarantee you that being a speaker, being a coach is something that is within me internally that I want to do and I want to express. So even though I'm saying, you know what, like I'm going to go out and nail it like Tony Robbins today. It's not that I'm faking it until I make it. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not, I'm not pretending to be Tony Robbins. I'm just saying that if I was Tony Robbins and I put on that identity right now, how would I act? How would I behave? What would I do? What would I become? And by putting on that set of glasses, I can go be myself as with the identity of someone else. It's kind of like saying, you know what, Clark Kent is not Superman. Clark Kent and Superman are the same people. But when Clark Kent is Clark Kent, he's a newspaper reporter. But when he's Superman, he's totally invincible. And so even though those are the same person, they're different there are different pieces of that identity that come out. And when you do that, when you say, you know what, I'm going to pretend or I'm going to put on this persona, 
Because we all have many different identities. We do. I can be a different person with my wife than I can be with my kids, than I can be with my sister, than I can be with my, my mom and dad, than I can be with my friends, than I can be with my grandma and grandpa. Okay, those are all versions of myself. And so when I do that, I am bypassing, I am bypassing my subconscious mind that says, you can't do that, Bonnie. I'm bypassing that part of my subconscious mind that says, this is not who you are. This is not what, this is uncertain. This is not what I want you to do. I'm bypassing that part of my brain so that I can go out and do the thing. And you can do it too. So whatever it is that you're trying to transform in your life, whatever it is you're working towards, whoever you are working on trying to become, think of someone, think of an alternate identity, think of someone that does that every day because it's just who they are. It's a part of them. And then put on that identity, put on that persona because that is what is going to propel you to success. That is what is going to propel you to do this thing that you're working towards in all of the difficult times. Okay? So that's something that can help you bypass your subconscious mind. But you still need to make sure that you write it down and you make sure it's important to your brain and you your brain knows this is who you are becoming. More of who you are, more of who you want to express, more of what you want to give to the world, more of what you want to contribute. So until next time, I hope you guys are able to put on that identity and keep working towards it because I want you guys to have the best experience possible. I want you to live the most fulfilling life that you can and what's right for you and to really unpack what is downloaded on your floppy disk and how can you get into the future because a lot of us are operating on old information and it's just not effective and it's not producing the emotions we want in our life because really our life is what we primarily feel the most often. Our life is not how much money we make, how many kids we have. Our life is an emotional experience. Life is here for us to be experienced. We were given these emotions to experience them and frustration and anger and anxiety, those, those feelings are not meant to be felt every day consistently. Those feelings are emotions that are supposed to propel us to seek more fulfilling emotions like joy, like peace, like freedom, like love, like euphoria. That is what the, those on the spectrum of what you would call quote unquote those negative emotions those are supposed to be guides that are steering you to the other way if you're doing something in your life that is constantly producing frustration constantly producing anxiety constantly producing depression you need to move away from those that's what we're designed to do we're designed to move away from pain but at some point in time we got comfortable with the certainty and the predictability of the pain that we're going to experience and we associate the unknown as having the potential to be more painful. So we need to shift that way of thinking. And a great way to do that is to use an alternate ego. So until next time, my friends, I hope you keep progressing towards the things that are making you the most fulfilled in your life. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast. Find me on Instagram, proven underscore progress. You can find me on my Facebook page or my website, bonnieprovincial.com. So I hope you guys are having the best experience possible. And if you have a question, if you have 
have any ideas, any thoughts, do feel free to reach out. Drop me a line on social media. I'd be happy to answer any of your questions. Cheers.